Disney, DC, and Apple are set to launch streaming services in the next year. But which one has the best content? Did another Marvel movie title just get leaked? Avengers 4, how does this even happen? And Epic Games has released the official patch note for Fortnite's big season 5 update. You won't want to miss that. All of this and always so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. We're in. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors, spot. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk. I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 15 with Dadpool. And the Trash Panda. And the Trash Panda. You are the Trash Panda this week. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like it. Just sometimes you feel like it. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, how are you this week? It's It's, it's been a number of weeks now. We need to apologize because the last month has been really spotty. Again, being youth workers, we end up doing a lot of things. And the last few weeks, we've been getting home at 11 and midnight because of the events we run and the clubs that we run. And so so we're, we're left kind of scrambling to try to, to do this. And when we get home at midnight, sometimes we just don't feel like we have the energy to do this. And we want to make sure we're bringing you the energy. And then we don't have content really necessarily prepared. So I, I think the, the, the fact that we skipped a few weeks is probably for the better. I, 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 I think you'll agree because we would just be sitting here mumbling and babbling to ourselves about how tired we are and really have nothing to talk about. I think we were also disheartened by the fact that the first week I managed to unplug the board, which um, then broke the recording. It broke and the internet! The second time, well, Sean decided to accidentally stop the recording halfway through and then we were like, oh... Yeah, I'm not recording again tonight. Yeah, it's already eleven thirty. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. So yeah, last week uh, we we get through half of the show. I go back into GarageBand, and it, it's it's just for some reason the information is lost. And then two weeks prior, yeah, something got unplugged by Livy, and it ended up accidentally. Uh, it was accidentally, and it ended up crashing GarageBand and not saving a thing that we had done. So yes, we're back, uh, and we are excited because so many things are happening in July. San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, there's movies coming out. Ant Man and Wasp just came out. Did you know that Spider Man is filming right down the street from us? Yes, in Tom, Bishop Tom Holland is 30 minutes up the road in Bishop Stortford. They are filming Spider-Man. And what is the title of that film? Do you remember? Uh, Far From Home. Yeah, the, the title that Tom Holland spoiled. He was at a Comic-Con in Seattle, and he was trying to tell his fans that, I'm sorry, guys, I don't have anything to share. All I have is this script on my iPad. And he shows his iPad, and right there on the front of the script is Far From Home, Spider-Man. And he just gives it away. So I think, I think he's going to get fired. Do you think they're going to fire him? No. no. They got to fire Come on. He spoils everything. Yeah, Why are they going to fire him? They're not going to fire him because he's Spider Man now. They can't replace him again. The fans would just go, 
nuts. You've replaced him like three times. What's one more time? Come on, let's let's get who could we put in there? We could put in uh, Eleven. We'll have L Eleven from Bobby Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. We'll be the new Spider Man. She'll be a girl. Spider Man will be a girl. There was Spider Gwen. There is Spider. There there is not was. There is Spider Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Spider Gwen. Okay, Eleven. Millie Bobby Brown. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> is she, she not going to be Spider-Man? She can be Spider-Man. Oh, she okay, can, if oh, she can if be. If you're listening, you should just go for it and just go, you know what? I am Spider-Man now. So Millie Bobby Brown, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but if you are listening, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, yes, you can now be Spider-Man. You can go to the set. You can kick Tom Holland off of the set. Uh, we'll call Kevin Feige the producer of Marvel Studios, tell him that this is what we've decided and that Millie Bobby Brown will now be Spider-Man. Okay? Um, no, but that's just so cool. He's right up the street. He's filming. They've converted yeah, he's this gonna old... he's going to come to our door now. It's like, what are you guys Why doing? Why are you trying to get rid of me? He's just he's... down the road, Sean. Yeah, he's, he's that... banging on our door we, we at like that 3 tight. in the morning. We, we are that tight with... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we are that tight with Tom Holland. Um, also, uh, LFCC, London Film and Comic Con. London has about well three major Comic Cons each year. Well, four if you put in the Super Comic Con, but that one is more comic book based where it's just comics. The ones we like to go to are the media-based ones that are movie, film, things like that. So we get our favorite stars. And Christopher Eccleston is going to be at this next one. This is his first ever Comic Con appearance. If you don't know who Christopher Eccleston is, shame on you. Shame on you. He's been in so much. He was the ninth Doctor when they rebooted Doctor Who. Now, granted, he wasn't my favorite of the new Doctors. I'm a David Tennant fan. Matt Smith comes in a close second. Uh, But he was also in Marvel. He was the evil dark elf in Thor to a Dark World. And I cannot think of the name of the elf. Do you have that off the top of your head by chance at all? Oh, it's something like... Something, yes, that was it. I think you got it. Uh, no, he was the evil <laughs> dark elf in Thor 2, and he was also in G.I. Joe. I think the first thing I saw him in, though, was Gone in 60 Seconds yeah. with Nicolas Cage, and I loved him in that. So, But everything he's done, he's done well. He does really, really good at all of what he does, and this is his first ever Comic-Con appearance in two weeks in London. I'm super stoked that I may be able to see him, and that is coming up. I, uh, You know, I was excited for this Comic-Con already because... Of the fact that the Battlestar crew are going to be there. Oh, there's and so many I of them. I cannot wait. I've heard so many good things about Edward James Olamos. Yep. I'm so excited to meet this guy finally. I am just like stoked, stoked, stoked. But I've got to say I'm a little bit more excited about somebody else they just announced. Wait, who did they just announce? Mad Morgan. Val Kilmer's going to be there. What? Yes. Top Gun and possibly now. Has he, be, has he been confirmed for Top Gun 2? Yes. Is there a chance he'll be in no, Top Gun 2? No, he is in Top Gun 2. He is for sure. So he will Absolutely be... Absolutely in there. Val Kilmer will be in Top Gun 2. Iceman. Ice and he will be Iceman? Yes. <laughs> well, I guess he couldn't come in and be somebody else. That makes sense. Well, he's teaching now. So he's taking the gesture and the Viper role is what probably Maverick and Iceman are taking, I'm guessing. Yeah, they're hoping they're going to be sniping at each other and, you know, Val Kilmer's going to come up on top every single time because we all know that Tom Cruise is a loser. Well, yeah, he's He's just... a loser who keeps making bad movies. Stop making Mission Impossible. It sucks. Yeah, but you know what? I find myself watching his movies every time I knew. And you liked Oblivion. That one came out. You liked Edge of Tomorrow, which was, I think, Live, Die, Repeat over here is what they called it. Oh, boo. But you liked it. You watched it. You watched it so multiple, what? multiple times. <laughs> you can't tell so me that. What? No, you liked his movies. But you're right, though. I've never been the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but I find myself 
constantly watching his movies when they come out. I don't. I don't. We Do you know who else is going to be guys. there? Who else is going to be there? You don't know this one yet. Megan Fox. No. She is going to be there. Oh. Aren't you so excited for Megan Fox? No. Why, why aren't you? I'm not excited for because Megan Fox. Because she's got about as much charisma as Tom the Cat after he's been and had an anvil dropped on his head. Tom the, Tom the Cat from Tom Lo- and Jerry. Looney Tunes? Yeah. Well, he's not from Looney Tunes. He's from Tom and Jerry. Well, Looney Tunes. Tom and Jerry aren't Looney Tunes. They're not? No. You sure? Because it says Looney Tunes like before. Absolutely sure. Okay. Like 100% sure they're not Looney Tunes. Okay. Sorry. Tom and Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Yes. Yes. She's got about as much charisma as Tom after he's had one of those you know, anvils dropped on his head. I think you've described her as well as having as much charisma as tofu, which is one of my favorites, I think. Um, okay, so a, so a fungus. A, a, get back to who else is going to be there. Well, who else are you excited about? Arthur Darfield. Who? Oh, Arthur, really? Yeah. Oh, there's so much money I have to spend. <laughs> I don't want to spend all this money. Can you explain to everybody who that is? Because okay. you're excited and I probably don't know why. Uh, all right, so most people don't understand. Arthur Darville was from the Matt Smith era of Doctor Who. If you, Absolutely. If, if you watched Doctor Who, you would have seen Arthur Darville and Karen Gillan that played um, Amelia Pond and... Uh, crikey, I should, I'm sorry. Uh Rory, Rory, thank, thank you. you. Sorry, I couldn't think of his name. He plays a fantastic role, though. He's amazing in that. Yes, and he is somebody he that is. I definitely, definitely would want to see. Would want to shake his hand and say, "You were absolutely fantastic." And then, honestly, I don't know what else you've ever done, but you were fantastic in Doctor Who, he and that, that has me really, really excited. Uh, so, Arthur Darville, that's great. Um, yeah, um, this one, this one's exciting to me. Okay, Max Rebo. I don't know. I know that's from Star Wars. I I I wouldn't know who the person that played that's name is. <laughs> he was the blue what? guy in the cantina scene in Star Wars. No. No, Max Rebo. Oh, it was. He that? was in Return of the Jedi. Oh, Return of the Jedi. Sorry, but he was he was still in Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, in Star Wars, he was the blue guy in the cantina. I didn't say A New Hope. I said Star Wars. No. Thank He's you. Not a blue guy. He's like a blue elephant. Yes, he is a blue elephant. The blue dude, the blue blob sitting in the cantina scene. Yeah, but there's a blue guy in the cantina scene in A New Hope. So okay. that does not work because you said the cantina. It wasn't. It's in Jabba the Hutt's palace. Oh, okay. Boom! You're right. So the cantina I'm going to drop my mic, literally. You are wrong. Don't drop the mic. That's you like, are it's a like, noob tonight, It's like 100 Sean. pounds. You're a noob. Okay. So Max Rebo, why, why do we care that Max Rebo is there? There's because nothing I would. Okay, so you won't you won't even go by to shake his hand. You won't even do that. So why I'm are you so excited? I'm also really excited. The the new Chewie's there too, the guy who played Chewie in Solo. Okay, hey, does that mean that we need to have him sign next to our? No, because oh. he wasn't in that one. But he still plays Chewie. No. Okay. No. All right. Now, what are you excited about from these last few weeks, though? So, well, actually, no, wait. You had something else. I think you had a list that you wanted to talk about. A list. Don't you have that list? A big list of... of no, of... I don't have that list anymore. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that list. gone. Okay. The list is gone along with our recording that just went the way yes, of... Yes, oh, exactly. Right. However, um, we spoke about <laughs> oh, um, titles like um, Poor Old Spider-Man, Far From Home. There is another title that has made its way out onto the internet. 
Okay. The title for Avengers 4. Oh. Have they actually released that now? No. Well, then a ha- very naughty cinematographer oh accidentally put it on his IMDb page. No, no, no. As what he's not, working on. Not a cinematographer. Well, he's not anymore. A but, former you know. cinematographer. <laughs> a former cinematographer. Now, this isn't 100% that this oh my is gosh. the end title, but um, this is the working title at least, if okay. not the formal title of the movie. I've got to give a shout out to Scotty. We're live streaming as well right now, and I've got my boy in America. Scotty's watching right now, so I'm going to give a shout out to him really quick. Um, but so working title. No, this has me super excited. They cannot have released the actual title of this movie. Yeah. It can't have happened. Well, it just depends if it's the working title know, or the, the actual title. W- w- but is, knowing this is probably the actual title. But would a production, would Marvel Studios give the actual title to all of the people, even a cinematographer? I don't know. A cinematographer is pretty up there in the in the oh. ability of doing stuff. But did they need to know the actual title? That's, the, that's my question. Do you is know what? Everybody on the set of Return of the Jedi, they were, it was listed as Blue Harvest. Or was that... New Hope. My brain has gone I dead. I think that was New Hope. Yeah, anyway. But they all knew it was Star Wars and New Hope. They all knew that. Okay. So okay. Oh, but back, back to this title. You have to share this with me. Okay. So it is Avengers, colon, Endgame. But what, what does that really do, though? <laughs> oh, actually, no, no, no. Okay. I just heard a story from Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, the, the producer, main, okay. main guy at Marvel Studios. Uh, he was just talking about this I read, uh, where he said, "If you okay, spoilers to Avengers Infinity Wars for the next 30 seconds. So go away if you don't want those spoilers. So what, what he said was, if you pay attention to the end of Infinity Wars and you look at who's left, who do you have left? The original Avengers. You have the original Avengers left. And he said there's a reason for that. The reason is because we're going to see a passing of the torch. Because if, if you look at the next four years of Marvel films, we will see you have Spider-Man, you have Doctor Strange, you have Guardians of the Galaxy, you have Black Panther, you have uh, – actually, there is a Black Widow, so she's kind of a aberration there. But you see we have everything, but we don't have these original. Avengers movies coming. I don't think they're getting coming. rid of the Hulk. I'm not. Yeah, it's possible. So what we have been deliberating on is whether it's going to be just Captain America or just Iron Man. I think it could be multiple of the original Avengers going away. I think we could I be seeing a, a mass extinction of them to where we're losing many I'm many Avengers. That Hawkeye ends up going back with his family. That you see... That would be great, because he's going to yeah. come back, and then at the end they show him with his family, he's everything done. good there, he's with his kids, and then Captain he's Captain America out. needs to go. He Iron Man needs to go. He need to go. Come yeah. on, Captain they America is the wholesome... He is the heart of the Avengers, though. And now you've got Tom Holland. Sorry. So, Cap <sighs> needs to go. Kid. Iron Man definitely needs to go. He just needs to go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. But he's the one that started all of this. Bye-bye. Without, without no, Robert Downey it. It Jr. No, it was Nick Fury. Without Robert Downey Jr. Without Robert Downey Jr., you do not have what we have today. And I'm not saying that it is a bad thing. I'm saying that he's got to the point now where I think we've had enough of Iron Man. Yeah, and, and there because does need to really be some change. Because really, there's nothing he, he's about as special as Batman. No, you, you can't knock him that much. No, I can't knock him that much. 
I can't. You just for, for what, he, for what he's brought to Marvel, for what he's brought to the whole no, MCU. No, I don't mean in terms of Robert Downey Jr. I mean in terms of the character of Iron oh, but Man. I've seen the character. What he's brought for us has been fantastic. But he's still a guy in a suit. And the fact that in the first movie he took that much fall in a suit that is that heavy and fell into sand, he would have been dead. Well, he would have. You're, you're, you're right. And, and looking at where the, the uh, Marvel is going, it's more space. It's more very highly powered mutants you have the doctor strange if you do keep hulk around spider-man then you get to captain marvel maybe we get to the eternals or maybe we get some more the bring the inhumans kind of in more so uh well, the in builders the Lego there, game, there's so many things you which can bring they in. tend to parallel they actually bring in the eternals in the second marvel that, game that's kind of what i've heard the direction they may be going in phase five uh w- w- is with the eternals but uh yeah hit and miss but still it it's exciting to see and then hearing... Okay, so what was the title again? Endgame. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Endgame, okay. It, just, it, could be, it could be really cool. And I, I think with that Endgame, with what Kevin Feige said, we will see multiple, multiple, uh, multiple Avengers going out, not just the one that we possibly thought. That's, so. Yeah, I mean, talking about that, just, I was quickly having a look um, in the fact that uh, another wrench has been thrown into Disney Fox... Uh, apparently, one of the Fox's um, uh, shareholders. Wait, I, th- I thought this was finally through. I thought Disney no, up there. Uh, sh- Disney up their bid. They did, and then Comcast has stepped out, and Sky has jumped in. So Sky wants to buy Fox yeah. and Universal. Uh, Fox shareholder has filed a lawsuit over Disney's pending acquisition of Fox's ad- assets, alleging that shareholders have been given misleading or incomplete information. So they're now being sued because of it. Why why is this happening? No, we need to have a unified Marvel world. I want the X-Men in the same world as the Avengers. This has to happen. Fantastic Four, bring them in. Come on. This needs to happen in so many ways. Disney, get this done. Whatever it takes, Disney, get this done. Oh, I guess I I was wrong. So actually, um, Comcast may be backing down in the battle over 21st Century Fox because Comcast just raised its offer for European, um, the basically like the direct TV of Europe Sky. Well, because Comcast is trying to buy Sky. Comcast is trying okay, to buy Sky. I saw that. And then Fox is trying to buy Sky. There's all the, okay, so all these different things are happening. Regardless, all that needs to happen is Disney needs to acquire Fox. We need to have all of Marvel and Spider-Man insane. under so one if roof. if Comcast buys Sky and Fox is trying to buy Sky, if then Disney buys Fox and it owns Sky, that means Disney now owns Sky as well. No, there was something I, was, I saw about that, something where they'll have to sell a certain huge chunk of it off. There's just one or two assets that Sky has that they want, and then it's going to be sold on to somebody else. But uh, moving, what, what else do you have as far as in your, your exciting, geeking out movie news? Okay, so um, I know that you are a big Gundam Wing fan. There is a live action Gundam Wing movie planned. Oh, and, and what makes... What makes me now? I, I was a huge Gundam Wing fan growing up in in the I think late nineties, early two thousands is when it was shown in America. Now I know I know it's a little bit older than that, but it was shown in America in that time. I loved it. I got all the mo- I got all the models. I was building all of these. I had uh, 
a lot of stuff around Gundam Wing. It was a really cool series to me. Um, but what makes me so excited is seeing what they did with it in in Ready Player One. Now I know and that we watched that again this week. We did it and was, it was so good. It, hold, still. it holds up. Se- second viewing, actually for me, a third viewing. Yeah, definitely holds up. Now I know the Gundam they showed him that wasn't a Gundam Wing. That was an original series Gundam. But still, if they can look anything like that, mm. even a little bit like that, well, no, it'd have to look at least like that. It, it's it's going to be fantastic. Now. Um, is there any news on who's no, writing, um, producing, directing? Greenlit at Legendary, which is a brilliant house yeah. if they're going with anybody. But that is all the information that's out there yet. Should we get Michael Bay to, no! to direct? <laughs> Do you know what? Michael Bay has actually got himself a new little project he's producing. What's that? It's perfect for him. Now, is this a project that you actually like? No. So why are you bringing it up? If you don't like this, why are you bringing because it up on I the show? Because I think it's perfect for him. <laughs> why is it perfect for him? Because it's Dora the Explorer. What? Who needs to see a li- live action? Yep. Who needs to see a live action Dora the Explorer? Exactly. Why? That's why. As why? it's Michael Bay, it's amazing. Because everybody hates the dude now. And because everybody hates the dude, nobody will go and watch that Stupid movie because Dora is an awful character. Oh, he brought us I the rock. Seriously, don't like I know, that character. I, I love yes, the rock. He's lost all taste though. The island. He I kind of enjoyed the here. island. And then well, he took a nosedive. You know, one of those. You know, those guys that dive off like those really high platforms into those tiny little like paddling pools of water. Yes. Yeah, he did that. And, and I, but I he didn't like fall into the water gracefully and go la survived he kind of like crumpled in like like one of his little car chase scenes it was yeah it's insane i don't i don't know i don't i mean he's rebooting teenage mutant ninja turtles right now which i don't get why would you reboot that to again to get rid of Ma- megan fox he hates her but he keeps putting her in all his movies but you don't need to reboot it to get rid of her oh whatever i, I don't know that 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 one <laughs> i i yeah dora the explorer no no, mm-hmm. just just no. All right. No. What else you got? I agree. I, I agree. Um, James Gunn. I love me some James Gunn. I love James Gunn too. James Gunn's fantastic. Uh, he has been tweeting, which made me laugh actually. Um, there was a. No, is article... he breaking my heart again? No. Tell me he's no, not going to no, punch no, me no, in the no, heart no. because actually, every I time. Love... This makes me happy. This makes me smile. This no. does not make me sad. But every time he tweets, he punches so... me in the heart. There was a a load of tweets about Star Wars because Jar Jar Binks actor Ahmed Best says the media backlash was so bad after he played Jar Jar, he considered suicide. It's terrible. And a load of people were like really mean to him uh, about the article and saying how Ahmed Best needs to grow up, blah, blah, blah. And James Gunn tweeted, people need to chill out. Yeah. Which is fair. And then people responded saying, oh, it wasn't the actor's fault. It's the script. It sucked and all the rest of it. And then he tweeted back saying, people responding to this post saying, yeah, it wasn't the actor's fault. It's the writers are missing the point. Critique it. Don't like it. But spewing hate and bile individuals just doing their best to tell a story, even if the story sucks, is lame. Just don't watch it. And then... People started responding to that. So then he finally went on with this. And this is this is just like the icing on the cake. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars or any movie may be important to you, but it does not belong to you. If your self-esteem depends on how good you think the current Star Wars is or your childhood is ruined because you don't like something in a movie, go to therapy. You're not going to please I everybody. Love I love James Gunn too. He's fant- <laughs> he is wonderful. 
you're not going to please everybody. And everybody that had an idea in mind for what the new movie should have been, there was a thousand different ideas. You're not going to please millions of ideas, probably. You're not going to mm-hmm. please everybody. Was Jar Jar Binks a, a, a character that I wish wouldn't have been there? Yeah, but again, like, didn't you say our kids no. loved him, though, right? You said, you said our kids love him. And I've got to say, as much as the original three are my favorite of all the Star Wars movies, I didn't find Jar Jar annoying. I felt it was ridiculous that people keep saying, oh, the prequels are awful. Yes, the script had some problems. I agree with that. And the script in the second one at times was just completely harsh. However, I thought they were really pretty movies. I really enjoyed watching them. And I went and saw them several times at the cinema. And that's the thing. They ushered in a whole new wave of Star Wars fans because they brought all of these kids into it that, that fell in love with, maybe not fell in love with, but at least found him comical, found him fun to watch. Yeah. Where, whereas adults that grew up with the original trilogy who are now maybe in their 30s when they're watching that might might have found him a little like, like, what is this guy doing here? He's not funny, but he wasn't meant to be. Didn't George Lucas write Star Wars for kids? Wasn't it meant to be yep. sort of a kid story? Yeah. And, and and that's why I don't get the, the hatred. Where look 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 at the audience. He, he's looking to renew this and bring in this, this fresh wave of people but that will fall the thing. in love when all over I again. When I saw Star Wars to begin with, I was a kid, and I fell in love with it all those years back. That was my love for it. And then when I went and saw the prequels, um, that was ninety nine when it came out. So that means I was eighteen. You know, I was a young adult. And yeah, they weren't what I was expecting and they weren't as good as what I remembered. But come on, half the movies I watched as a kid, I watch them now and go, oh, oh. Oh, for me, that's Thundercats. I watched Thundercats when I was really, really little. And I tried watching it again when I got into my 20s and it was terrible. Like Horrible! Still. The cartoon, though, it's so. Yeah, I, know, I like it. The, the voice, I, I can't. I don't want to despair to the voice actors because they're thunder, doing their thunder, thunder, thundercats. <gasps> but but there's no depth. What are we gonna do, Lionel? And just just the pace at which they give their lines, everything about it is just rough. And I I had to stop watching after half an episode because it would just destroy my childhood recollection of what I remember the awesomeness of Thundercats to be. But most movies are like that. Oh, I, I know. We, we age, our perception of them ages, and we, it's, it's hard to really hold on to. We're really holding on to a memory of what it felt like when we watched it as opposed to the reality of what it really is or I guess just how we've changed through time. We change just how we see certain things, and that, that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Now, are Absolutely. you are you done with movie news, or do you have some more here before I? Um, I want to go on to some video game and TV in a yeah, minute. Yeah, no. I've um, We've been watching a lot of movies again recently, which I'm actually – really happy about because we haven't been watching movies for a while we did watch the uh digital release which came out in america of uh ready player one sean still has his itunes account so we can do that i do which is wonderful brilliant okay some Um, movies come out here first some come out in america first we can get them first no matter what it's awesome um so the other one we a couple of others we've been watching we watched the new tomb raider with Alicia Vikander, and I thought it was pretty darn good. I wasn't looking forward to that one, but actually I really enjoyed it, and I think it was better, much better, than um, the um, Angelina Jolie version. And she has a brilliant British accent. She doesn't sound like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> I, I don't know, though. It just it just seemed uh-huh. to me like Tomb Raider just forgot to be fun, though. They they, they, they they made it more serious and action-y where it never 
really felt that but overall. But it was in the games. I, I know, but it's still supposed to be fun. It's still no, supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be canny. The, the original movies were about. They Which were, I, I did. I, I wasn't huge on the original but movies the either. Actual games are serious. They're not funny. They're not like lighthearted or anything else. They're all about the puzzle and her basically throwing herself around in tombs, literal tombs, which they had a tomb in this, which was nice because in the last two ones, there was one, one tomb, one. Out of two movies. Boo to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a tell Tomb me how you feel. movie. Come on, Trash Panda. Tell me how you feel. So anyway, I liked this version. I really did. I thought the bad guy, Walter Goggins, um, playing Matthias Vogel, I thought he was just creepy enough and just evil enough to pull it off. And it was just, it was a good movie. It was well worth a watch, at least. I wouldn't say it's the best movie out there, but it was well worth a watch. Um, a couple of others I've watched. Red Sparrow. <sighs> Storyline was good. I really had way I, too much nudity. To say, I really had I had no desire to see that movie. Do you know what? I did not need to see that much of, of J uh, Law's body. No, 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 no. But no, you no, see no, that no, much no, of J Law's no. body essentially you know in X Men. But the thing. Is, no, you don't. Why well, I know no, that. I, you I've, heard, don't. I've heard they show all of J-Lo's no, body. No, you but... don't. But the thing was is that it was like, you know, a few years ago when what's his name did the Oscars uh Family Guy. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane and he sang the song We've Seen Your Boobs and he was like, "But we haven't seen Jennifer's boobs." And she's in the audience going, "Yes." I'm like, "Dude, what is wrong with you? Do we know, we're, you were excited that nobody had seen your boobs, and now you've got everything on display. So, and not that any movie actually needs it, okay? But 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 did did it actually help the storyline? No. It, so so it could have been done just as fine without seeing boobs. Absolutely, they could have shot it where you didn't have to see anything, but maybe a slight blood crack, and it would not have mattered because they covered up. Wait, couldn't all you the have men. even gotten away without a butt crack? Could you have gotten away with Absolutely. a silhouette? Okay, so you you could have alluded to things in, instead of that's what it I, was I don't get. Graphic for the sake of graphic, for, in my opinion, and that's why I said you shouldn't watch it because it was ridiculous. Again, I had at no times. desire to. No, it, I know. It but... didn't even look interesting without knowing the fact that, and that didn't help at all. Yeah. So I just stayed away from it. Um, the other one we watched There's the other no night was Game Night it. with um, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> my brain went dead. <laughs> I gotta say the trailer was a lot more funny than the film, but yeah, I it had enjoyed moments. it. It had moments. It, I it's enjoyed one, it. I, I could see putting it on again, having it on in the background. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I probably do want to see it again just so I can kind of catch all the things. Yeah. Uh, it's not one you have to run out and get. Although it, it is, there's a lot of f bombs in that movie. So yes. if if you are uh, sensitive to swearing or have little kids, you don't watch it with your kids around. Have it no. on in the evening if you're going to watch it. But but it definitely is one that will. It was fun. Drop it a was lot fun. Swear. Um, the one I'm in watching right now, and I've literally got maybe another um, forty minutes of the movie. It's a Netflix uh, created one. It's called The Cloverfield. Um, the Cloverfield Effect? Pa- Paradox. Okay. Did you start watching that one? Yeah. They spent tons of money doing that one during the Super Bowl. There was a massive oh, advertising campaign so during the good. Super Bowl. Is it really good? It's really good. I'm surprised you'd watch Chris a Cloverfield movie. Chris O'Dowd, I love him. I picked out some of his lines from the movie. Okay. This this will make the movie for now, you. Know you know it's about aliens, right? 
No, it's not. Well, okay, so the movies are. Well, if you've seen Cloverfield Lane. I know, Lane. I've seen Cloverfield. Okay. But this hasn't got anything to do with so that at the nothing moment. nothing to do with that I at haven't all. seen any of the aliens. None of okay. those weird so, so, so things. So read some of his so lines here for Clo- me. Uh, Chris O'Dowd, who's in the IT crowd, also plays a guy called Mundy. What else has he been in, though, for people that haven't seen the IT crowd? Oh, my god. I know gosh. him from Gulliver's Travel. I saw him in that. Yeah, he was in that. And he was the weird date. Oh, he was in Thor. He was he in was Thor in too. Thor. He was the, the kind of the date from for Natalie Portman when she hadn't seen Thor in a long time and she was seeing other yeah. guys. Uh, but he, he he does a really good job in what he's in. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, so at one point during the movie, his um, because the basic of the spaceship gets taken into a parallel universe, and some pretty weird things start happening on the ship like really strange things and he's fixing a wall plate on the space station and his arm gets sucked into the wall and they're trying to pull him back and he finally comes away from the wall but his arm has like disappeared so his wait wait like disappeared like there's now just no blood there it's or, or is he spurting blood no, terribly there's no blood. his arm like, is just gone just uh, below the shoulder you can see the entirety of the inside from the shoulder it's not bloody or anything there's no blood and he he's not in pain he's just like my arm's gone and i didn't know and they're like are you in shock he's like i don't think so so anyway he's uh he's sitting there and they're checking him out and he, monday goes i don't know the rules now do you think there's any chance it might grow back what <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he's they find his arm which is like moving across the ground like thing you know kind of pulling itself along and they're like, like from adam's family yeah so then they kind of trap his arm because they're like, it's creepy. What do we do with it? And um, it's kind of like waving and trying to make him do something is pretending to write to try and get them to, you know. To so give now him a it pen. has a mind of its own. Yeah. So that, and that, then oh, it's. That makes sense. And then he says. Why wouldn't it? What are you talking about, arm? <laughs> <laughs> what? So now he's fighting with his arm. He's and then, fighting. And then he says to oh, it, okay. hey, guys, check out my arm. I think my arm is trying to write something. Oh, my gosh. And then when it writes what it writes and they go and do what it writes, he's like, yeah, my arm just saved us all. I don't think you're doing this this series any good. You're not doing it any favors. You're not making me want to watch it. It's almost (laughs) completely serious apart from every time he pops on the screen and he's just so, I mean, even the fact his arm is gone, he's just. It's just coming out of these lights. <laughs> I was just cracking. Is up he like Hero it. from the original Heroes, where that's a very serious dark show, and then Hero Absolutely. pops in? Absolutely, he's like Hero, and yeah. he raises his arms, and everybody laughs. And okay, like all this weird stuff's happening, and you know it's very tenuous, and there's some creepy stuff happening, but it's not scary creepy. And then Chris O'Dowd pops on the screen, and then he comes screen. on the screen, and he's just like la 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 la. I am intelligent. <laughs> Does he say la li la li la li la? I don't know yet. But he does say I'm intelligent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or I am smart or something. I've really enjoyed it so far. Not I haven't seen the rest favors. of it. Not making me want to see it. But it's well worth a watch. Not um, making me want to see A little bit more news really quickly. 20th of August. News do you have? This is important. 20th of August digital and the 3rd of September um, for the disc for Avengers Infinity War. No, no, no. Digital is July 31st. We are getting that movie on July 31st. Okay, we might be, but England, who is our main bulk of listeners. No, actually, we're about split pretty evenly when I check the stats. We're in England. Okay. So 20th of August digital, 3rd of September disc for Avengers Infinity War. for America, that's July 31st for digital and August 13th for disc. 
September disc release for Solo and a couple of weeks earlier for the digital. Oh, so oh, the digital. I need to get that. Okay. Okay. That's good. 7th of September digital and the 17th on disc for Deadpool 2. Nice. And the 18th September for the DVD and a couple of weeks earlier for the digital Jurassic Fallen Kingdom. Mark so the next two months Huffers are going to be amazing. going to be bare when it comes to September getting all those movies. Yeah. Four brilliant. Well, I haven't seen Deadpool. I think we'll probably rent that one to see if it's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Solo. Uh, Avengers and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Again, Avengers, though, is just in two weeks. Well, good for you. For us. What do you mean good for us? We get it on July 31st, and the rest of the UK doesn't get it till September. And yet it was made here. I know. Isn't that wonderful? No. Although the movies have been released a week earlier here, typically. Captain America was earlier here. I think Ant-Man was a week earlier here. Mm -hmm. So we have been getting the movies themselves earlier in the UK. But it's just then it's when it comes to the film release dates for DVD, they tend to be earlier in America yeah. for some reason. But that's it. I'm literally I'm not out. I'm going to complain about that. That's no, fine. Um, I just have one bit of uh, video game news, and then there's tons of TV news. Okay. All, all of these digital streaming services have amazing stuff happening. But uh, as far as video games, so Epic Games, who you know is the one behind Fortnite, they have released official, official patch notes for Season 5. Now, I know you're not a huge fan of Fortnite, but... No, Everybody no, that's is... not true. Okay, you hate Fortnite? What? Exactly. Okay. Um, even though you've never played it. Although you've tried PUBG and you got winner, winner, chicken dinner your second time. So maybe you'll like Fortnite the same way because you played that nope. one a ton. Why I not? won't. All right, well. I refuse. Um, so, so the map is getting an update. There's a new desert biome, although it's not yet clear if this covers the entire map or just a portion. And there's two names that have popped up on the map, Paradise Palms and Lazy Links, uh, just to give some different areas that are getting redone. There's a new vehicle. Uh, it's an all-terrain cart. That's the ATK for all-terrain cart. Surprise, surprise. Uh, being added that you can fit your entire team on. And the roof is a trampoline, though. You can, like, boing, yitty, boing, yitty, boing on the roof. Wouldn't that be fun? Come on, imagine being in Halo and having a warthog and being able to bounce really high off the roof of the warthog. Wouldn't that be fun? You would like that in Halo, would you not? Is that you sleeping? What is happening? I don't know. Are you choking on that, something? That, that's my cricket. <laughs> Should I perform the Heimlich? What is going on? Come on, that was a terrible cricket. You're going to go, crick, 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 crick. <laughs> No, people are excited about that. I like the trampoline, bouncy, roofy thing. Um, but get this, though. So uh, coming up, there's an eight-week series of competitions known as the Fortnite Summer Skirmish uh, with an $8 million prize pool, so about a £6 million prize pool. It's going to kick off actually this weekend. I think we're not going to be posting this up until Sunday. So the Sunday that we're posting it, uh, it will be just about over. But it's just the initial weekend with a $250,000 duos competition, which unfortunately to get into that one, you have to have been invited by Epic Games. So I think it's mostly just the Twitch streamers that are going to get invited into that. But uh, there's going to be more information coming in the next week or so that will let you know how you can qualify for these events if you want to get in on uh, these competitions, again, for an $8 million prize pool. There you go. Okay, you can stop that now. That was way better, however, than your trying to do crickets. Which, you know, if, if you would have just said, hey, do crickets in post-production, I would have cut it, put some crickets for you. But no, you had to go ahead and try it. I don't know what you're trying to do now. You're holding your phone to the microphone. Is that what you wanted? Just a little chirp of a cricket? That's mm -hmm. good. 
Can I, can I move on now? I can move on. This is stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Uh, so now from here on out, though, I've got a slew of TV-related stuff that is really cool. So DC Universe is launching this fall. Have you heard anything at all about the DC Universe and what's happening with it? What is going to happen now? It, it, at all? Anything? No? Yes? No. Okay, well, it, well, you know, everybody is just trying to get their piece of this pie. Right, everybody is trying to get in on the digital content creation. Uh, so this one's been coming for a while. It's finally coming out, though I believe in this fall. Although no price has been revealed. Um, you know what makes this this service really cool is that DC is merging their comic subscription service with their TV and movie studios to give you a little bit of everything. And that, that's a, that's it's one thing that nobody else has done, and it's really exciting. Now the pros of this is they have a decent sized catalog, a good sized catalog. Okay, I know you hate DC as well. You need to put your crickets down, all right? Crickets down. Good-sized catalog. You liked the, the Tim Burton Batman, all right? You cannot knock those. Those were DC, and you thoroughly enjoyed those. You watched them again and again. You even watched the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. What's wrong with Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman? I'm just saying. You're knocking DC name, right now. No, name me a, a Catwoman who was better. Who is the original? Something like her name just slipped. She just passed away, didn't she? Eartha Kitt. There you go. <laughs> no, I know. Michelle Pfeiffer was wonderful. Exactly. So I'm saying you're knocking something where you enjoy some of the properties and things they've released. You even go back and watch the Halle Berry Catwoman of all movies. No. That is one of like the worst movies ever. Ever to you me, know it's that up was, there with Geely. You know that was released on my birthday. Okay, but you have watched it multiple yes. times since it came out on your birthday. Because I, with my cousins, always on my birthday, we'd go and see terrible movies like Power Rangers, the movie, like Armageddon, like Catwoman. Okay. I don't have a problem with watching terrible movies because I know they're terrible. <laughs> okay, so back to the pros, though, of this service is uh, there's that decent-sized catalog of all of DC's content, movies, TV shows they've had, plus a whole bunch of original content they're producing just for this streaming service, uh, ranging from Teen Titans, Super Friends, Legion of Heroes, uh, and then tons of the animated ones they've put out, which is really cool. There's one, one cool one called Titan that's actually going to be an R-rated-ish show uh, based on Robin... Uh, Dick Grayson, Rachel Roth, Beast Boy, and Starfire. That, that, that looks it looks amazing from the, the shots that I've seen so far of the costumes and what they're doing. Looks really good. Now the cons is DC really doesn't have that big of a movie library. There's not a lot that they have overall when you compare it to what Disney can offer with their streaming service that's coming out in 2019, uh, which is the entire Marvel catalog, which trumps anything DC has put up by a long shot, as well as Star Wars, Pixar, uh, sports. They own ESPN. And then if they do acquire Fox, everything Fox and Universal has put out, you're talking about thousands, if not tens of thousands, possibly hundreds of thousands of different properties. And so if DC is going to be offering this for anywhere even close to what Netflix does, Netflix is what, like $7.99 a month for their mm -hmm. basic service and a tenner for a couple screens? You can't even offer it at that price because more than more than a fiver, and I think you're you're not going to get people. And yeah. I so I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, even though Titans looks really cool, they might get my my fiver uh, just to do that. But but I don't I don't know though. It, it's something where when you're competing with Netflix already and Amazon, and Amazon really breaks down to about that about not not even ten ten dollars or ten pounds a month. 
with the content DC is able to offer, it's not much. They really aren't offering a whole lot, even with their comic subscription. But that that's that's not going to be any new titles. That, that's old I, titles. I, I have a suggestion for DC. DC, I hope you're listening. I don't I think really they are. Do. But go ahead. But if you aren't, um, you need to listen to this. You should offer your content for paying people to watch it. Okay, oh that's not going to happen either. So you, you need to have give watched their stuff for free. Cut like it out. Ten Cut it out. pounds a month, so they will watch your crap. Okay, I'm moving on though. I, we we know of your disdain for DC. Now, Apple TV is getting in this mix. So to no one's surprise at all, Apple TV is getting in the original content creation, and they're spending in 2018 this year. They're spending over a billion dollars on original One TV content. series. No, 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 just on original content. Oh, no, that was Amazon. That was Amazon that spent close to a billion dollars on one TV. Yes. Why are you playing Indiana Jones? Let me do this in post-production. It sounds terrible. When you're playing it off your phone, it sounds terrible. Yes, Amazon spent close to a billion dollars on the Lord of the Rings. That's not even out yet. But, no, Apple TV is spending more than a billion dollars. But they're all vying to get this because Netflix right now, Netflix is worth more than Sony, than Fox, and then Warner Brothers combined their market cap right now is 147 billion dollars and so everybody is trying to get this piece of the digital streaming service pie that's out there and trying to get their own content now apple has some really amazing things deadspin or deadline published an exclusive okay so someone a, a person a creator of content that you like we have ronald d moore who is best known for battlestar galactica Okay, you love your mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica, uh, and co-executive producers of Matt Wolpart, who did Fargo, uh, that are doing a new series based on the idea of the global space race having never ended. So, if from the '60s we just kept at it and never gave up and poured all of our resources into it, what would the world look like today? Where we've spent all time off from it, we're not... I like that. So, so it could be really good. And again, no, 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 from no, no, creator, no, 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 from the creator of Battlestar Galactica. Bad Sean. Bad Sean. Because Ronald D. Moore can't do anything wrong. He made Battlestar Galactica. That's what I'm saying. He worked with Katie Sackhoff and Jamie Bamber. No, you said it could be good. Okay, it's not it going to be, be could good. be good. It's going to be good. Okay, now th- there's no series title for that one yet. Uh, nor when it be, will be released, but most of these are supposed to kick off sometime with Apple service in 2019. Uh, also, they have ordered a full series of a show called C. Uh, it will have Jason Momoa in it. Do you know who you know who yes, Jason Momoa Aquaman. is? Aquaman, and he was he was in I think was he in Fargo as well? No, he was in Game of Thrones, but he was in some other show. Oh, uh, he was like. Darrow Dargan or something like that in Game of Thrones. I can't remember. He was a big beefy guy. Well, he was, but he was in something and he was else, like to... Canadian show in the ice and snow, and and it was kind of I don't know who's he married to. In Game of Thrones. Oh, in Game of Thrones, he was married to somebody. Yeah, he was married to Khaleesi. Okay. Regardless, Apple is spending big money to get him to be the leading man in a series called C, futuristic take on stuff we don't know again yet. There's really, I I looked, tried to find anything on this. C as in what? S-E-E. Oh, 
is what it's called. I was going to say, come on, C, like is in S-E-A. No. And he's Aquaman. No, what are you guys no. doing? Now, we know that the, the director is uh, Francis Lawrence, who directed The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Mockingjay Parts 1 and 2. But there's really not much on this series out there other than that, the writer, the director, and Jason Momoa. And that's what we're left with. But they've already ordered a full couple seasons of it, hoping it will be better than other things Apple has tried to do in the past. But apparently their streaming service starts in 2019. And okay. that could be could be really good. So that could be exciting. Uh, and then staying, staying, okay, this one has me very excited. Staying on those producing original content. Super, super excited about this. No, no, no crickets, no whip. Leave your phone down. I do not want that on the podcast. Tell me to do it. I'll do it afterwards, but not on the podcast. Uh, Showtime will finally be bringing a live-action Halo series to the small screen, and I love this. No, I love this more so than a Halo movie. Stop that. Stop that. Uh. Okay, so we've all heard the rumors back in, what, 2010? Peter Jackson was possibly going to do a Halo movie. It might have been around 2010. I'm not sure if that's an exact date. I'm just pulling that out there. But there was, there was a time where Peter Jackson was supposed to make a Halo movie. I like this so much more because you cannot contain the entirety of the Halo world in a two-hour – well, if it's Peter Jackson, it's more like a four-hour movie. But you can't – it's true. He probably would have made it a three-part, four-hour series of movies is what Peter Jackson would have done. You leave PJ alone. <laughs> throw this phone I'm not at you saying, and I'm going to carry on doing I'm this. I'm not saying I don't love that because you get more story. But if it's Peter Jackson, it's going to be crazy long. Uh, but I like the fact, though, that it's coming to the small screen, that it'll be a series, probably 10, 10 hour long episodes, which is still shorter than three Peter Jackson movies. But it's exciting, though. No, they need to make Destiny because I want Cade. Yeah, but Destiny, even even Bungie from the first Destiny said, yeah, we really didn't have much of a story. There's just nothing there. Halo just at least has had a story. Cade. Just make Cade. Get rid of Akora and whatever his name is and just do Cade. What, is he going to be like the app Clumsy Ninja where you push things and he dances for you? What, what do you want Cade to do? This is actually a I story. I want Cade to do what Cade does. Based on the covenants in Halo. and the, I mean, There's so much you can do with Halo. Boo. Cade shoots a six-shooter. I don't want to watch it. It sounds boring. Just go back to Red versus Blue. That was That was good. And it was when... Halo was current. Now Halo is gone the way of the dodo. No, it is extinct. Are, people are still playing it now. It doesn't have the following, the rabid following it once had. I remember when it first came out in the first Halo, it took over the world. Halo was being what? talked about I by everybody. I stopped playing Halo when they banned the name that Ben Jobski gave me. What did Ben Jobski? Because give I you? was always Mister Flibble, and then my little. You remember you had the you had yours was a, a new four, a four digit yeah. For character and yours was name that you could make it, yes. And he gave me mine. Okay. And, and they, they said it was it. offensive. So they banned it. Well, if it's offensive, then it's that's okay. But it wasn't that offensive. I mean, it was offensive, I guess, in a certain way. Okay, so if it's a, <laughs> It wasn't offensive. Well, it was a little. So well, why is that bad then? 
because it wasn't it was it was a nice thing that a, a very very nice so it, it, it was it was, it was more me. it was more that you had the sentimental attachment and to the this thing name. was is that i wasn't playing with it online if i'd have played with it online i could have seen it but they went on my system and made it go away yeah it's not very nice boo but still bad halo bad halo hey you no, the Halo franchise is what almost got me to get an Xbox One over a PS4. No, it did. No, I know you say no. No. Um, I think my last bit of news. I have a quick Comic Con news, but my last bit of news is on a Netflix again to original content. Now this one does stray from the TV stuff I've been talking about. Uh, they had their trailer for their new movie Extinction. Um, do you like Michael Pena? But you like Michael Pena. Come on, right? You like you uh, of Ant Man fame, who was no? Are you not a Michael Pena? Yes, fan? I know who it is. And oh, and Lizzie Kaplan, who was in Mean Girls. No, I know, but I'm. I've seen the trailers for this, and I'm not excited about it. And Mike Coulter, who's Luke Cage. I know that there's good people <laughs> in it, Sean. I just don't think it looks that great. I know. Well, it, 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 it could really tip both ways for me. Now, it's about a working-class father from the future, Michael Pena, uh, who starts having these vivid, terrible dreams about just stuff happening. He's not really sure what until, surprise, surprise, that terrible stuff starts happening. In, in uh, the, knowing. Knowing. Much. Well, in the way of an alien invasion is what happens. But what are you referring to? The movie Knowing. Is that what? I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, she did. It was that terrible one with um, Nicolas Cage. Oh, uh, wasn't that Deja? No, not Deja Vu. That was the no. Denzel no, it Washington was the one. one with all the numbers, and then it all came down to the fact that he knew the world was going to end, and then the world ended, and that was it. And it was like, really? Was that the one where he could see a couple minutes into the future, unless no, he was with that? That was Deja Vu. I thought Deja Vu was with Denzel Washington. Deja, no, the one with him being able to see into the future was okay. This was the really bad one called Knowing. Well, and you did see it. You sure? Yes, and we both walked away and said it was awful. Oh, because I think in the tr- in the, the poster I had a picture of a planet yes. on it. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Yes! <laughs> Same plot line! That was bad Nicolas Cage. You, you can only put Nicolas Cage... <gasps> Into two categories, bad Nicolas Cage and good Nicolas Cage, or amazing Nicolas Cage. There's two categories, just bad or amazing. He doesn't really fall in the middle anymore. Why is it burned? Why is it burned? (laughs) Poor Nicolas Cage. I still don't know what to make of that guy. He's just such an an odd, he's just so hit and miss. And literally, like, you either love his movie or you just, it's terrible. I don't get it. I don't understand Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Abed does. <laughs> if you've watched the movie or the TV show cat. Community, <laughs> watch Community. It's so much fun. It is. It's so much fun. And I think that's pretty much it for me other than, man, Comic-Con, the San Diego Comic-Con has me excited with all their exclusives that they're showing right now. Uh, Warner Brothers has come out and shown their whole lineup of new trailers coming. I mean, everybody, really, the full Doctor Who cast is going to be there. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community. I am excited. She, she's doing. Her. I know she's taking over. Chris Hardwick usually does all of the major uh, Hall H uh, panels that show up, which is the the who's who of everything. And anybody, hold on one second. I'm hearing some some weird stuff coming out of my computer that I need to stop. Okay, um, so. So he usually does all of the Hall H, yeah. just the massive panels. He's had to step away for some personal reasons and some allegations that have come up. But Yvette Nicole Brown, 
community. She was also in The Odd That's Couple. Nice. <laughs> and she, if you've hear, heard her interviewed, she's wonderful, just an amazing, lovely person. But but I think she can handle it, though, because you have to have the personality that can handle being in Hall H, which is thousands of people screaming, excited to be there, that have waited outside in a tent, oh, she's peeing in a bottle. charismatic. Just, just to watch. I, I still can't get that. I mean, SDCC is way too big nowadays. I would never camp out for days on the cement just to watch a single panel and have that be my Comic-Con experience. And if you experience. see a weird plastic thing on the floor, don't pick it up. It is a she-we. Probably. I'm going to just... Well, men can pee into bowls. That way, women can pee into bowls. They just go to the toilet and their man holds their place in line. Are you saying that a woman can't go to SDCC without a man? She'll meet a man and the man will hold her place in line. Jeez. Oh, all right. They're just going to keep coming if you're just going to keep coming up with noob lines like that. <sighs> yes. If it was women, us, yeah, fair women enough. can go to SDCC without a man. You are correct. But if you're waiting in line and you you're, you have what if she's the in stamina heavy to cosplay wait, that's what I'm saying. and then cannot undo it just to go and use the toilet. She must use a shiwi. No, if you are waiting in line, if you're strong-willed enough to be waiting in line days ahead to catch one of these panels, you will make friends with people around you. Those friends will hold your place in line. Do not use a shiwi. It's a horrible idea. Oh, just wear a diaper. You're getting worse and worse here. <laughs> None of these <laughs> ideas are catheter. any good. Oh, Go to the local hospital and ask for a catheter. Oh, didn't Wallowitz and Bing ba- Big Bang have one of those strapped to his leg so he could just pee into a bag? Yeah. Just just all of these ideas are terrible. No, just make friends. <laughs> Comic-Con is about making friends. That's what we love about this community is the fact that you can make friends. And hopefully in the span of 48 hours standing next to the same person, you can make friends with that person enough to hold your place in line. <sighs> I'm done. You just want to keep shouting right now. No, but it's late. And we're an hour in, which I think it means we're done. Oh, okay. So... That was my final rant of the evening. Okay. Can I be done? Yes. So make friends. Come on, guys. Just throw. I don't have anything to throw here. I want to throw a glass, something that won't hurt. I don't have anything. I have I have your Chewbacca headphones I will throw at you. They're fuzzy and soft, so they won't hurt. They've got a massive metal thing hanging off the end. And you would deserve that massive metal no, thing I hitting you. Um, I am giving depth to our podcast by adding sound effects. I can add the sound effects after but they you sound won't, better. So you'll go, no, I'm not going to add those in because that's just silly. So I'm doing it in place for it. We get a soundboard then, and just we'll feed it into then the mixer. You can just cover them up I with know. your own sound effects. Okay, but I'm just going to make sure there's loads of them in there, so you can have to cover them up a lot. Back to my <laughs> point about why we love this community. <laughs> is because it is such a welcoming and amazing community of people. I've never been to a Comic-Con and been ridiculed. I've never been to one and been made fun of. We get thumbs up. We get high fives. We get people loving what we do. We get people that that are excited to be there. I will give props to people, and they're genuinely thankful for the fact that I've said, hey, good job. You've done awesome. And it's just such a loving group of people. Uh, Even if you're not that much into Comic-Con, you need to go check one out. Uh, in London, here in England, the next one is coming up the end of this month. It's the 26th, 7th, and 8th of July. They're all over the States all the time. Uh, if you want to find the most amazing, loving group of people, find a group of geeks, find a group of nerds. Nerds are the nicest people. Absolutely. 
they've been ridiculed for so many years. And now they rule the world. We just go, not anymore. And we're going to love on you and heat burning coals on your head. Yes. Geeks rule the world. Come on. Marvel, Star Wars. the world? Geeks! We run this. That's... Yeah! Okay. (laughs) It is too late. Um... But I, I think we're going to get checked out of here. So, Livy, you've got your, your checkout slogan. Yes, it's be unique. Why? Because, you know what? Everybody likes something specific. You know, when I was a kid, everybody liked, um, what was uh, the band uh, Living on a Prayer? I can't think right now. I only, bon Jovi. There I you go. I can only think of the Weird Al song. Bon Jovi and Green Day and all that. And you know what? I thought they were awful. I'm sorry. I like Bon Jovi now, I've got to say. I'm, I'm a bit more fan of Bon Jovi, but Green Day. Wasn't come Bon on. Jovi before your time? No, it was not. And Green, so, Green Day was 90, so that's kind of yeah. both our time. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, yeah, no, whatever. Not not my thing. And I liked my own things. And I was ridiculed sometimes for liking those things and not wearing what everybody else was wearing, mostly because. My family was poor and we couldn't afford the, you know, the fashions every five seconds to keep up and everything else. And my feet were huge, so I couldn't afford the really pretty heels or anything else. And I had like military. Thick- you had the, the Doc Martens. Hey, the Doc Martens were cool in the 90s. No, I didn't have Doc Martens. You didn't it even have Doc cool Martens. Been Doc Martens. You could have been all. They were like the shoe version of Doc Martens, but ugly. In, in America, you had this group of, of teenagers that were like the militia, Doc Martens, and, and camouflage yeah, no. stuff, and, and all uh, military No, doubt. I even had a wax coat because it was the one thing that would keep me dry if it was raining. And I kind of got to the point when I realized that, you know what? I was dry when it was raining, and everybody else was getting wet. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, huh. So I learned very quickly that, you know what? I don't want to be a penguin. And I'm not dissing penguins as much as I don't like them. I'm not dissing penguins. And describe a penguin really quick. A penguin is the people who basically dress all the same and like the same things and do the same things all the time Just because, because that's the supposed thing, to. not because it's something that they truly liked. When I say be unique, I'm saying like what you like. And if you like those things, fair enough. I'm not dissing your likes if that's what you like. But don't go and follow the status quo. Don't go and start doing the stupid flossing just because everybody else does. Because I guarantee you, in five years' time, when you get shown that video of you going <laughs> with your hands, you are going to look like a complete numpty and you will regret it. You will seriously regret it. Yeah, I saw this funny internet meme that, that uh, showed about you know the earlier generation. Hey, we found a picture of your grandpa and it was this guy in a World War II bi- you know, motorcycle riding over the the trenches and then it's like in 2050 hey i found a picture of your grandpa and it's a dude on snapchat with like the dog ears filter on it's just uh kind of the direction our generation's going is pretty much yeah all i'm saying with be unique is be okay with the person that you are because you're an amazing person that you have amazing likes and if you like it like it and be okay with that because you know what you were made to like those things yep so enjoy the things you like. Yeah, and, and really the horrible thing is that the loudest voices in our lives, for some reason, are the negative ones. And those are the ones that we hear. Those are the ones that are repeated to us. But, but those are the people that care nothing about you. And it's the voices of the people that love you. Uh, and in a community like, like the geek community, the nerd community, just the Comic-Con community as a whole, 
uh, hopefully we're a loving community, but I mean, just really, it's the family around you. It's the friends around you. Those are the people that love you and know you. And so I say, Hey, don't forget to be awesome. That's my thing. Just because you are awesome. The things that you like are cool. Don't, don't, don't let those negative voices that are the loudest define who you are. Uh, you just be you. It's, it's difficult. I think as well is the fact that, um, when we go to Comic-Con, I love seeing all the different people in cosplay. And there are so many different cosplays. Yes, you do see about 50,000 Harley Quinns, and that's fair enough. But you do see some really random things. I mean, this last time at MCM, there was a girl dressed up as a drag queen that was like <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Play. I can't think of the name of the drag queen. Oh, the from RuPaul's. From RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was like complete perfect like oh my gosh you look just like that it was the one that dresses always like a barbie but in any case i was like that is insane like that is so cool that they are okay with being themselves even though it's a girl dressed as a guy dressed as a girl which it's got to be like a double negative or something like that but anyway it was awesome and then i saw a load of other guys who were dressed as cats from the musical cats at a Comic-Con. Just go and be and yourself. Like, just you go know, and love the things you love. Be yourself, and that's okay. And not just a Comic-Con, but just don't go no. to school dressed as a cat's cat. That would be a little odd. Only on dress-up day. Yes, you can do that. Because over here, it's all, like, uniform. Yes. <laughs> Although, I have got a couple of girls in my Unless um, you can class. be Batman. Always be Batman. No. Don't always be Batman. Um, she, They always have the um, the headbands with the cat ears on them. They're super cute. Oh, yeah. I like them. Our daughter's got a few of those. But I think we're done. So, again, from Livy. Be unique. And from Dadpool here, uh, don't forget to be awesome. We love you guys. It's been a great night. Uh, hopefully, we don't lose this recording and it will make it to the pod, to the iTunes. We hope so. Cross your fingers. Um, but, again, I'm going to just leave. All right. Smash that phone. The Geek Underground will return next week. Until then, don't forget to be awesome.